episode 10. Woo, woo! Woo! We've made it. We have. We haven't And killed each other. And now we're done. <laughs> This is it, guys. <laughs> Limited run, guys. Bye. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited. 10 episodes. I just, I would like to thank God and Jesus. Just for getting us this far. And all of the people who kill. Yep. <laughs> oh, rough. <laughs> Uh, we're actually just gonna talk. We're not talking about a specific person today. We celebrating. We're just talking about. Haley's um, gonna do her Lefou impression. No, I'm <laughs> not doing it. Um, we're talking about the four different types of serial killers today. We're getting into like a psychology episode today. Yeah, because like we've talked about it frequently. Like we've alluded to it in previous episodes, uh -huh. and so now we're just gonna do like a wee little breakdown where we're just kind of discussing yeah chilling out maxing relaxing all cool it might be a, like a little short one because um we're just gonna explain the different types of serial killers just from from yeah and provide examples yeah and whatnot. so from this point on we'll probably be referencing yes um uh, what we're gonna be talking about so um it'd be good to reference back mm -hmm. so uh when we say something like a power control killer later on you'll know what yeah. it means so um basically just starting what is considered a serial killer me um the definition from wikipedia says that a serial killer is a person who murders three or more people with the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time in between them um another definition said that a serial killer is an individual who commits two uh or more so there's a discrepancy between the two and the three uh two or more murders and a time frame of over a month while maintaining a cooling off period between the murders and they're generally committed for a psychological reason of satisfaction yes. um so it's it's a general consensus that it's um that it's uh a cooling off period in between right and yeah. that it's so at that least two it, if not three murders it's like it's like a high Like yes. he, he come he or she yeah comes down from it and then is like okay time to kill again and yeah. then gets it like the high flares up. and then yeah 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 and yes um, it's like eczema it just it flares up yes and then it goes away murders like eczema guys <laughs> that's the main focus here the urge to kill is like eczema yeah um, the definition from the FBI says uh, serial killing is a series of two or more murders committed as separate events usually but not always by one offender acting alone right so um. They give, like, a, a couple, a, like, a list. The Behavioral Analysis Unit Number Two, National Center for the Analysis of Violent Crimes, Critical in Incident Response Group, Federal Bureau of Investigation. So yes. this, this big, long name has, like, a couple, like, breakdowns of right. what they would describe as serial killings. Yes, and and, and this what would is make also, a serial killer. Right, and this is also the group, like, again, like, we've referenced Mindhunter a couple of times. This is basically what Mindhunter is based on. These are the people that basically thought up what a serial... Not even thought up, but just kind of classified what makes a serial yeah. killer a serial killer. Yeah, so if you're interested in that, definitely check out Mindhunter, yeah. because it's just... It's fabulous, and, yep. I mean, if you love Hamilton, King George is in it. Yes. Yes, yes I love him. If you love Glee, who 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 loves Glee still? But yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's there. Jesse's in it. Um, just like a couple of little bullet points that they say. I'll try to put the whole thing on the um, or like a whole link because it's like a big article. I'll put the whole link on the um the website. 
but a couple of little things here says there's no generic template for a serial killer. They are usually driven by their own unique motives or reasons. They're not limited to any specific demographic group, such as their sex, age, race, religion. The majority of serial killers who are sexually motivated eroticize violence during their development. For them, violence and sexual gratification are inexplicably intertwined in their psyche. Um, More research is needed to identify specific pathways of development that produce serial killers. So... They have, like, a couple list of, mar- like, markers right. that they've noticed, but they do acknowledge that there's not there's one... More research that's needed. Yeah, there's not one, like... They can't, Identifying like, factor. Yeah, they can't, like, like, see a kid and be like, that's... That going kid's to grow, grow up, up to be a serial yeah. killer. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, the coining of the term serial killer didn't happen until the 70s. Right. Um, it was during the time that the law enforcement first became suspicious of new and very elusive serial murder known as the Green River Killer. So I had mentioned before that it was Ted Bundy that it came up of. Exactly. It was Green River Killer. The Green River Killer got caught after Bundy. Right. But he was active before, before and during Bundy. Like their timelines intersected. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, I think at some point they thought one of one or a couple of uh, Bundy murders were, were Green, River Green River Killer yeah. murders. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, and that's, like, in the, that's in the 70s. So, uh, our episode about the, uh, Phantom Killer of Texarkana, that was in the 40s. Right. They didn't know how to handle more, like, murders by somebody who didn't know the yeah, person. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even have, like, an inkling that that could, they, they lived in, like, a little sunshine and rainbows yeah. era where that didn't exist They yet, quite literally did them, not have least. a word for it. Exactly. And it, that's insane to think. No, so because prior- now we've got so many, not only different names for it, but we've got so many different classifications yes. now, which yeah, we're going to get there's into. there's a whole list here. Um, prior to the coining of the term, most serial killers were f- referred to as mass murderers, which we now know are two separately different things mm-hmm. in both their behavior and psychology. I think I'll do a separate mini episode talking about the difference between mass murderers and even spree killers. Right. Like, there's so many different classifications, it's crazy. Lots um, of people like to kill guys. Yeah. 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 And we have names for all of them. Yep. Uh, in 1988, Ronald Holmes, who's a criminologist from the University of Louisville, who specializes in the study of serial killers, identified the four subtypes of serial killers. By the way, what a fucking cool ass job. Yes. That sounds yes. dope as hell. Your whole job is studying just serial killers. Right. No. Like, that's basically what everybody... That's what we're all trying to do out here. Yeah. Yeah. True crime fans, that's all... We just want to sit down and talk with this guy. And yeah. again, his name is Ronald Holmes. Ugh. And he's the one that came up with all this stuff. So the first um, the first distinction would be between organized and disorganized killers. So these two main groups um, are, are part... Like, they're part of the... Um, like, the, the four types like um like bundy will be an extremely he was an extremely organized killer but when he went through his um the rampage at the yeah when omega house had the psychotic break yeah when he went through the kai omega murders those would be qualified as disorganized right but for the main part he was an organized killer right and um organized killers are classified as cunning and charismatic gee was that bundy or was that bundy they have a high iq of about 105 to 120 um one article said they they'll lure you into their car you can meet them online like they'll they'll draw you in yeah think about the craigslist killer yes yeah he'd be he'd be considered organized right 
Um, they're very meticulous. They have plans. They leave no trace at the crime scene. So there's a, a part of the Bundy murders where he, he uh, killed that one girl and went back the next day because yeah. she, uh, she left like a pair of earrings yeah. and a shoe. So he left nothing he at the crime not scene. not a trace. Yep. Another thing, they'll often transport the body from the crime scene. So they'll kill in one location, they'll dump in another. That is uh, just a, a small thing about right. organized killers. Um, they're very emotionally unattached and lack extreme empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a very convincing front personality to fool people in their lives. Mm-hmm. I would say like a Gacy yes you yes. don't kill no, unless you're terrified of clowns like i am in which yeah. case the clown always did it but he killed if it's not the husband it's the clown he killed 33 boys and nobody, nobody even suspected him yeah no. they, they thought that he was the type that they would easily like let let babysit their kids yeah it, w- it was crazy nope um organized Moral killers story are, yeah don't let kids babies don't let people babysit your kids yep exactly there we go organized no, killers like. are classified as a true psychopath Again, yeah. uh, I think another episode is going to be dedicated to the difference between right. a psychopath and a sociopath. True. Or maybe that'll be intertwined with something else, but we should really yeah, we should show a distinction yeah. of the, the two because they are because very different. Yeah, they're very similar, but there is a difference. Yeah, and, and we don't want to just be throwing around words. Yes, because there are people who can be like sociopaths who aren't going to like kill people. That, that one, that one um, there's a new Netflix series that I've been meaning to get to. And it's this kid and a girl who's, like, kind of his girlfriend, not really. They go on a road trip, and the girl thinks that they're just, Is it like, the end of the fucking world? Yes. Yes. And they think watch that it. they're going on, like, this road trip to, like, get, like, redemption or get away from their families or what have you. And he's literally, he's like, I'm here to fucking kill her. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't know what the, uh, the premise of. That's what it is. He's a sociopath, and she's like low-key in love with him and like thinks they're running away together romeo and juliet style and he's like i am waiting for the right opportunity to kill you Ooh, we gotta watch that together that'd be right, really no, cool we gotta have like a snug sesh yes. and like watch it Ooh, i can't wait um other classifications of organized killers they have a routine and uh they'll usually carry all their tools with them so they're very prepared uh they treat killing like a hobby and they're the most elusive of uh of all the killers um, a disorganized killer is very socially awkward. They have a very low IQ of about 80 to 95. And uh, they have no plan. They leave the body where it's killed and then they leave the scene. Nice. Yeah. They nice. Live, they live on the fringes of society. They have no routine. The victims are usually in the wrong place at the wrong time. They're not really like planning these events. It's, yeah. It's, they, they just... They feel the urge they, and then they see say, the person and they're like, yep, Not unlike it. teenage boys, they feel the urge and they got to do it right then and there, even if it's in the middle of class. <sighs> yep. <laughs> oh, I don't boys. know what school you went to, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to public school and it wasn't that fucked. Oh, um, I went to Catholic school. Uh, That's explanation enough. Uh, um, they move around often, so they don't stay in one place very, very often, and they right. they go from town to town. Um, they're slimy. I was. They're slippery. <laughs> there are some slippery motherfuckers. Yep. Uh, when they get caught, they argue that they don't remember doing their crimes. Um, <laughs> how convenient. I, I was gonna say. I oh, wish I man. had that luxury of like not remembering when i did something real fucking stupid in like third grade and staying up late at night just think about that yeah um they feel that they themselves are a victim in some way oh yeah yeah like like and like oh my god becky told me no from prom guess i'm gonna go like kill people now 
like like a Bundy. Like, yeah. oh, my girlfriend broke up with me. I was going to say. Time so to kill every girl that looks like her. Remotely like her. With her haircut. Yes. Fuck this bitch. Yes. Um, they're considered the most predatory because they're not they're not going after one specific type of person. They're just killing whoever happens yeah. to be there at that certain time. They're they're very erratic. Right. Um, another um, this or that would be a product or a process killer. True. Now, process killers are in it for the act of the killing themselves. They enjoy the torture, the struggle, and the fear of yeah. the killing. Um, they take their time with their murders, and it's a pleasure to feel that adrenaline rush that they're going through. Right. And they'll leave the body behind usually or dump it after killing because they don't need it. They They're not doing it for the bodies. They're no, doing it they, for other things. They got they got what they wanted and that's it. So that would be like a Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy. It's it's quite a literal wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Yes. So <laughs> oof. I don't know what I was saying yes to. Um I didn't either. I was like, oh where's she going with that? <laughs> uh so like Gacy would like take the bodies and put them in his crawl space bundy was Gacy in was it, a body hoarder bundy was in it for the act of the killing but he did have like a he had like trophies he didn't keep them he he kept them he didn't keep them with him he kept right. them in in their own place like that right. he had a stash on like right. taylor mountain where or he kept, like, what's bodies. his name ed gain with the fucking well, nipple belts well ed gain is a product killer Yes. And they need something from the yes. bodies. He needed that nipple belt. Yep. As as Jeffrey Dahmer said, death is just a side effect. Right. Like he wanted these sex slave zombies. Yes. And as Aid Gain said, I will never get to meet Carl Lagerfeld if I don't get this nipple belt. Jesus. <laughs> We're cutting you off. <laughs> this is fucked up. Um you be quiet now. <laughs> We're turning off my mic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so death is just a side effect of what they really, really want. And they kill, they kill quickly. They don't really enjoy it. Um, they keep the body or body parts with them. So, um, Gein only killed, I think, two people. Yeah, no, and he just grave robbed a he, ton. He grave robbed it. He just needed something he from the body. And the women that he killed, um, were closely linked to his mother. Yeah, because he had major mommy issues yeah. and a low IQ. Yeah. And uh, Dahmer needed the bodies, obviously, for uh, to eat. I was gonna say I was waiting to see for how you food. like how you like swung that. Not that he wasn't. He, I don't think he just ate people. I no. He had other shit. He ate other things. Like no. one does not live on human flesh alone, as the Bible says. It's just that's creepy. that was what he liked the most. It's like I can't only eat chocolate. But it's what I like the most. If people were made of chocolate, we'd all be in trouble. I'd, I'd, yeah. What was that line in, in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Or wait, was it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the remake one? With, um, fuck. Johnny Depp. What is it? Everything is edible. Even I'm edible. But it's that true. is called cannibalism. Oh, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. Good morning, sunshine. The, the earth, earth says, says hello. hello. Anyway, back to the killers. Um, now, the four types uh, starts with the hedonistic killers, and that actually goes into three different levels. Sects, yeah. But um, hedonistic killers in general are process-focused, so um, they're in it for the killing. Yes. And they could be classified as organized or disorganized. It really depends on um, the subsect of they're it. They're just, they're, they're, their mission is to kill. 
Yeah. And that and like how they do it doesn't really like yeah. play into I would it say I would say they're mostly categorized as organized. Yes. But um but really there, they there just need to get it done. Ones in there. Yeah. Done. Um they see outsmarting the law as amusement. Mm-hmm. They enjoy the attention from the media and being pursued by the police, and they often send messages to the police and the media and keep detailed records of their killings. And um, they're the type that's often seen in the movies and books because it's more fun to see the cat and mouse game between exactly the killer and the uh, and right the police right. Um, they typically use a weapon and or rape their victims before killing. They really enjoy the torture of it, and the three subsections would be a hedonistic lust killer a hedonistic thrill killer or a hedonistic comfort or profit killer so to start with the lust killer obviously sex is the primary motives no yeah so sex is the main thing they're going for the fantasy plays a larger role in the enjoyment so Mm -hmm. they're like the rape fantasy people Mm -hmm. um yeah. Those people. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Never usually, date a rape yeah. fantasy person. They Just usually don't use do it. a weapon that requires close contact with their victims, such as knives not, or yep. even their hands. Um, so strangulation is a big one. Um, cutting somebody. I would say uh, whoever killed Dahlia, the Black Dahlia, oh, absolutely. was a hedonistic lust killer. I would say that. Yep. And they, they played like a cat and mouse game with the law, dumping mm-hmm. her body in broad daylight just out in the open yeah i would say i would say they wanted to get somebody's attention they weren't trying to hide it no they were like all right yeah look at me look what i can do yep and as they continue with their crimes the time between the killing decreases and generally um a require the level of stimulation has to increase Mm -hmm. so the killings get closer and closer together and the level of fucked up idness right gets worse and worse so that would probably be um Kenneth Bianchi, who's one of the Hillside Stranglers, yep. and Jeffrey Dahmer would both be considered hedonistic lust killers. Um, oh. Also, there's there's combinations in between. Like, we'll get to that uh, yeah. afterwards. But <clears throat> just as, um, like, bare bones, just basic categorizing people, they'd be exactly. in this yeah. group. Um, the hedonistic thrill killers, their primary motive is to induce pain, terror in their victims. So they need the adrenaline rush provided by the torture. They murder only for the kill, uh, no se- no sexual aspect, really. And they usually attack strangers, although they may follow them for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So they may, like, like um, what was his name? BTK. He, he would see somebody and be like, yep, that's the next one. Yeah. So he, he didn't really know these people for a long time. They weren't, like, family or, like, close friends or anything. He'd just no. see someone and, like, decide, this is my next project. Um, they can abstain from killing for long periods of time, and they become more successful at killing as they refine their methods. So it's not like a, a lust killer that like they need to get that next, that next sexual fix, thrill. Yeah. Like they can they can lay low for a little bit. Um, they're more inclined to go on sprees, which is uh, more common in killers with low intelligence because this behavior will often lead to an arrest. Um, so many attempt to commit the perfect crime and believe that they won't get caught. So they'll go on sprees and kill like multiple people in a short amount of time because they're be like, like, "How'd you find me?" Yeah. So that would be um, Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Henry Lee Lucas would be considered another one, and Robert Hansen, who's the the guy from yeah. uh, Alaska. Yeah. Which is a pretty interesting one. We'll probably talk about that. 
Um, then there's the hedonistic comfort or profit killers, and they are after the material gain and comfortable lifestyle. That's their primary motive. Yeah, and we've talked about a couple of them. Uh, Bernie Teed. I know. Yeah. I love that he man. Would, he would definitely be considered a comfort profit killer. I mean, and I'd say Scott Peterson could be too. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And victims are usually family members or close acquaintances. After the killing, they'll usually wait for any um, suspicions from family or authorities to subside before it, or if they decide to kill again. They often use poison or other silent methods of killing. And women who kill their children to cut out uh, expenses, um, somebody who might have Munchausen by proxy, men who kill their wives after taking out life insurance policies on them. These would be the kind of people that would be comfort profit killers. I would say Casey Anthony, allegedly. Allegedly, even though we know she did it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> they even said H.H. H. Holmes could be a comfort profit killer because he was he was gaining huh. from these murders. I can see that. Um, th- I can see that. I've also seen professional hitmen described as comfort profit killers because they're that, doing it yeah, for profit. Yeah, they're literally doing it for a profit. Yeah. No, I can see that. Um, and for a comfortable lifestyle because putting hits out on people ain't cheap. Yeah. I've actually seen... Um, a pretty interesting fact females are often comfort profit killers that would make the most sense because they like so women are very much we're more i don't want to say we're more emotional creatures but we i guess we i'd say we think more than anything with like i guess with like logic yeah like i would say most um saying this quite literally out my ass i would say most female serial killers think about long term right um, and aren't so quick to be right to just kill fly from- off the handle and be like all right you're dead now yeah like um, i mean and there have been like there have been a couple killers like we've got like eileen warnos she yeah. she wouldn't necessarily be comfort profit i don't think um especially um, since she's said that she's acted in self-defense for some of no, them as well i would say i would say she's probably the next yes the next or uh, yes. one which is mission oriented killer because Precisely. she she would kill guys that um will go after her like she projected a yeah. lot yeah yeah so i i think she would go for that so let getting into the next one mission-oriented killers are act focused so um product focused they tend to be more organized they're not really taking something from the body they are um product focused in the end goal is the product yes. so the, the fact that the person is dead is the product yes yeah yeah so they're revenge seekers they're yes. um actually generally not psychotic but they believe that they're doing a favor by ridding the world of certain people. So exactly. uh, killers that would go exclusively after women, exclusively after uh, sex workers True. or drug dealers or uh, somebody in the LGBTQ community. Um, they see themselves as trying to change society in a way. And they usually have a very controlled crime scene. And the fact that they go after specific victims makes them easier to track down. So somebody that goes exclusively after sex workers, you're going to look in the part of town that has the most sex workers. Exactly. Did I ever tell you, this is a little off topic, my, so my mom grew up in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh Um, I grew up in Trumbull, Connecticut, about half an hour to 45 minutes north of there. Mm -hmm. But um, when she was in college, she commuted to Iona in New Rochelle, New York. Mm Mm-hmm. And on her way home one day, she, her car broke down on this, like, mostly, like, not many people took this road. And that's because, nobody really took the road because 
the field that she directly broke down next to was a dumping ground for a person who would kill prostitutes Ooh. and just kind of leave their bodies there. Well, there was a guy in, um, that guy that started killing all these people in Long Island. Yeah. Like by Jones Beach. Oh, yeah. There was a guy that, like, dumped bodies there and stuff, yep. too. Yep. No. And she, she was freaking out. And then some lady pulled over. I, again, this is off topic. I think this is the funniest story. She pulled over and like couldn't get her car to go and this lady comes and is like i have a phone at my house if you'll come with me creepy and yes and my mom and also my mom is terrified of german shepherds she's been attacked by them twice Ooh. like she's she's terrified of them she loves all other dogs she has a freaking like five million pound newfoundland like she loves yeah. dogs but she was like i can either die at the hands of this german shepherd who the lady was like he won't bother you if you don't bother me oh um, that's yeah oof. not exactly helpful no um she, my mom was like i can either die at the hands of this lady and her german shepherd or i can die at the hands of whoever the hell has been dumping these bodies i mean the guy's going there to dump the bodies yeah he's but not she, going yeah, there to but kill if she sees him like yeah, i think that's, that's a fair fear and she's yeah, she's very no, cute is. and very alone and she's got no means of getting away and yeah. like hardly anybody goes down this road she said it was something like 20 minutes before this lady came down Ooh. um so she gets in the car with this woman she gets into the house all the furniture is covered in like really thick like almost like fabric like tarps and stuff Ooh. and my mom's like oh my god this is it like i'm gonna die american psycho style oh even better the family had a pet mountain lion and my mother called she called i guess she called her boyfriend and like her house and nobody was there nobody picked up so she gets a hold of her neighbor across the street and Uh was like i need you to pick me up now yes they have a mountain lion and everybody made fun of her for it for like weeks like her family made fun of her her boyfriend made fun of her 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 friend across the street made fun of her everybody was like susan like they don't have a freaking mountain lion like you're crazy a couple like a couple weeks later on the news this family is featured for having a mountain lion as like a pet like living in their home shit and my mom was like i told all of you (laughs) (laughs) i think my sister's college she lived in like um in like the the rugby house but she went to a college that was like really set far back in the woods and i think she said like the guys that lived below her had like an animal and they would hear it like screaming and it sounded like a kid screaming and everyone was like the the fuck is this no it was a lynx Oh, it was a baby oh. lynx and when a lynx when a lynx like growls or cries or something it sounds like a child screaming it. it was fucking terrifying oh, and i was like i, I was like only it. your college the one in the fucking middle of the woods yep. would have something crazy like that yep. oh my god so yeah uh, yeah, so, that's a mission-oriented killer. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a tangent there a lynx is a mission-oriented killer that's uh, what you can take away from this yeah why not <laughs> Um, the next section would be visionary killers mm-hmm. and they're um, act focused so they're in for the um, product which right. is basically um, to get these people killed again yeah not really to get anything um, from them well in some cases it is we'll get to it but um, they tend to be pretty disorganized right and uh, it's probably because they occasionally suffer from psychotic breaks and they hear voices or see hallucinations telling them to kill casual and that would be kind of ed gein because um yeah he he would have a little bit of a break in his mind and Um, then he'd be like all right let's get some fucking nipples (laughs) and he would 
um, he was killing pretty much for his mother and yeah. and kind and of people that way, looked like his mother. Yeah, I was going to say, and in a way, killing his mother. Yeah, um, but I think the most famous one would be David Berkowitz, the son yeah. of Sam, because he said, like, his neighbor's dog was Told telling him, him to do it. Yeah. And and, and poor buddy. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um, they sometimes believe that they're a different person or that they're compelled by a higher right. power right. to do these killings, and they don't really have a victim type unless the voice or hallucination mandates it. So that's, like, mm-hmm. Gein. He was looking for women, I think, maybe even subconsciously, that reminded him of his mother. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I believe he also said that he was looking for women who reminded him of his mother, if I remember correctly, but I could be wrong about that. Anytime, like, in in the interviews that they had with him afterwards, after he was, like, actually apprehended, um, anytime they brought up his mother, he would start crying. Yeah. So he couldn't really talk about her too much. He just kept saying, she's too good for this world. She was too good for this world. This world didn't deserve her. And she was fucked up. Yeah, she was, she was, she was not the best lady. Yeah. She we're, tortured him a wee bit. We're going to be doing a, a big, big episode on him. About, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to classify him as a serial killer just because he only killed two people, but it does say kills at least two people. Mm-hmm. So he could be considered and, uh, pretty, pretty famously product focused. Yes. Yes, as I've as I've mentioned once or twice. We'll we'll talk about it, but um, there's actually two subsections of the visionary killers. There's demon mandated and god mandated. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess David Berkowitz would be demon mandated because he believes right. something had possessed his neighbor's dog. Right. And um, I I can't really think of one that would be a god mandated I mean, one. He's- that, that they believe God had told them to do this. I mean, I can't think of it off the top of my killer, head. But almost like Mark David Chapman, because he felt he was like doing the Lord's work. Later, he That's was mission like, oriented. La- yeah. Later, he was like the devil. Yeah. Told me to do it. But before that, he was like, yeah, I'm doing God's work. Like, yeah, I think he would be considered mission oriented. Yeah. Because he, he went there with a specific goal in mind. Goal, and that mission was to mind. kill John Lennon and yeah. to get might everyone be, to read Catcher in the Rye. He might be 50-50 mission and visionary. Right. Um... And then the next, I think the biggest section uh, would be power control killers, and they're process focused. So mm-hmm. they love Precise. the killing. Yes, yes, and they tend to be very organized. Very organized. They enjoy their victims' terror, suffering, and pain, and they're true sociopaths that live on their own with their own personal set of rules and guidelines. And they have a history of child abuse that left them feeling powerless and inadequate as adults. So that leads to their desire to have power or control over their own victims. And they'll often rape their victims as another form of, form of control, but not pleasure. So they're not hedonistic lust killers. They are doing this act just as a, another form of control. Right. Um, cannibals are considered power control killers to a level because um, that is the ultimate form of control is having this person eating this person yes you are that's the ultimate form of control for the for these people exactly yeah um they'll often attack people that are easily controlled such as children old people women the yep. disabled um any any group that is easily controllable most often like child killers yeah because they're so oh, defenseless so, and yeah, that's so- and i guess it looks like they're i don't i don't know um in their mind, maybe, 
they're attacking their younger self. Oh, if, if you're gonna I didn't get, think about if you're it gonna that get way. That's that true. psychological with it, because yeah. they were left feeling powerless as children. So now letting these children feel powerless, maybe that's a another type of yeah. control thing. And Bundy would be considered a power yep, control killer. Fave. Um, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, and John Wayne Gacy. Yes. So some of the big ones are power control killers. Um, but like I said, there's combinations. Bundy is a power control killer and mm-hmm. maybe a little hedonistic lust because he did uh, rape women yeah, for, that's true. for pleasure. Um, and he a little mission-oriented because he was going yeah. after women that reminded him of his ex-girlfriend that had wronged him. Ugh. I would say Jeffrey Dahmer is probably hedonistic lust yeah. killer with a little bit of power control because yeah. he did say that this was an ultimate control when he cannibalized people he said it was an ultimate control um gary ridgeway the green river killer was a hedonistic Mm -hmm. lust killer with mission-oriented tendencies right um there's a couple other type of killers black widows which are the female killers which are crazy it's so cool um reading about them and then there's the angel of death killers which are like yeah. doctors yeah there's one that they're talking about right now i want to say oh god where is he i want to say he's in germany and he's been killing patients but like not like it like basically brings them to the brink of death to show how good he is at resuscitating them he's like a yeah. nurse and then they've there and then like he doesn't always bring them back and they're having to like exhume all these bodies right to now to find out if he did figure it out if he did it yeah there was there was um i think a woman that my favorite murder talked about in like a there, kind of there early was a episode. man there was a woman that killed um because i because we're both fans of my favorite murder but yes there was there was a woman that was like she just she was a nurse that just killed people yes yep and, i think that was the one i was, I was listening to I recently was, actually i think recently there was also a man that they talked about another man here in the u.s mm-hmm. that did that but he really? like but i don't remember like he did it in like he, like he was more sporadic yeah like th- he killed like a lot of people yeah but it was like not to the degree that this dude in germany did it yeah he he like we're would, talking like hundreds i would of say yeah i would say angel of death killers because they're in the medical profession and they kind of have an out in a way yeah because you can't they, turn i think say, they have a higher victim count right literally i mean and and a more questionable victim count like we don't even know because how long has this person been doing this they target and that's what the one like like one of one of the killers i want to say it was the gentleman from the united states um fuck that he's not a gentleman but um he said something like yeah like these are all like old people yeah like i and i felt bad for them like in addition to yeah, but it's being not... crazy, like I also was like, oh, like let's end their suffering. Yeah, but and I think Jack Kevorkian's a real good one in that case too. Yeah, definitely. He's probably one of the the best Mo- known, most ones. yeah, most well known. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if you want to hear us do more an episode about the Black Widows or Angel of Death, email us. Mm-hmm. Uh, link and information is on the website. I th- think it's it. crimeculturepod at gmail.com it is okay because i didn't want to say that wrong it is crimeculturepod at gmail.com yes so email us and let us know because um we could do an episode about that if you want to listen to it oh yeah um i think the last little section i have here is um the difference between souvenirs and trophies that that killers would take 
Souvenirs are personal items which allow the killer to enjoy the memory of their crimes. It's usually like jewelry or body parts or mm-hmm. personal items. Um, trophies are objects that the killer can make into a shrine forming a collection of a particular item from their past crimes. So that would be like Jeffrey Dahmer because he started to um, work on this shrine of all the, um, the, the guys that he had tried to right. make into these sex slaves. Right. Or Ed Gain in his nipple belt. I think... <laughs> he had other things, too. But I know. But he had, I like, a lot of other things, too, from uh, other people that he took from both the bodies of the people he killed and from the bodies he dug up. Yeah, there's... But the nipple belt is the one that I've latched onto in case nobody has noticed. <laughs> latched onto the nipple belt. <laughs> oh, <was> God! <laughs> um, that's definitely the most well-known one, but when I did the episode on Gein, yeah, wait there's more. until you oh, hear no, more. the shit. Yeah, he... No, believe me. I know. He... It's... It's... Yeah. Really... He, gr- rough. Ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know... Boys. I don't even know if we'll be able to have crime scene photos of that one, because... It's just... No, it's fucked. a mess. Oh, there's God. actually, I think, a... An artist on Etsy. Forgive me for not having the the name we'll post it online if we can find it again uh, I'll, I'll definitely include it in the Gein episode okay but i think there's a person on etsy that makes um furniture that looks like it was from human skin oh my god in the style of of Gein. i think uh, one thing that i did see was a lamp that the um Ooh, the the center of the lamp was a spine and Lord. the shade was um like fake like human looking skin yo that's like that's that's extra that's beyond that yeah. that's wow i mean some people are into that watch we're gonna find out those were real spines oh Th- god that was real skin just wait now we're gonna get sued yeah but uh i'll try to put all of this information on the website and yeah. all the links especially to the fbi's um the national center for analysis of violent crime they actually have a really cool like pretty long analysis of crimes and how to identify criminals mm-hmm. and it's really cool like we said mine hunter is definitely something that oh, you can go and look at and watch it's so good guys it's so good yeah like where is that and queer eye i'm like ready <laughs> for new episodes separate. Couldn't I've be been, more different. I've been ready since like yesterday That's for right. new episodes. I mean, Queer Eye's been renewed for season two. It, yeah, it's been renewed. So is Mindhunter, but I still I want my episodes now. Why can't they just? I, I'm an actor talking, so I should know about this. Why can't they have been made like in a day? All of the wait. seasons, all of the seasons, just in one day. You gotta wait for your shit. I know. I hate waiting though. I know. Well, you're gonna have to wait until next week for another episode. But yeah. we're definitely gonna have another one. Yeah. And because you've been with us for 10, so tell your friends, tell your friends, get more people into this craziness. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Yeah. And um, as love. usual, go to the website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com and um, type into the search bar episode and then the number of the episode that it is. This is 10. So if you want to look for the information that we're posting about that. Also, all the information from our previous episodes is up there. Yep. All the links to our social media, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, hopefully, I think the Spotify link is up there. We're going to have playlists for um, 
some of the songs that were written about right. specific crimes that and stuff. we've already written about yeah we got it yeah um links to our goodreads account which is um where you can read books i'm sure i i know that the four types of serial killers was published in a book somewhere so i'm gonna yep. try to find that and stick that up there and again email us if you think of another episode you'd like us to talk about or if you've got or if we've said something incorrect because lord knows we probably have yeah we need a little bit of a correction section yes 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 we do yeah just remember we're two girls talking out our ass right now i tried to be as descriptive as possible and true uh as accurate as possible i mean i got lots of the information from the fbi website but um some of the other information i got was from some what I appeared to see as reliable sources. But right. you know what? If you are going to school for um, psychology and you know or better than justice I. Or or anything like that. Let me know. I'd love to give you a or shout if out. if you yourself are a serial killer and you were like, no, this isn't right. I don't know. If, let me educate I don't know you. if I want to be. And then wear your skin. I don't know if I want to be responsible <laughs> for hearing from a real serial killer. Oh, but Haley. No. Don't That's, make me do it. Then, then, but I gave that guy your number. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to leave now before I, I kill you. And then I become a serial killer. A mission she's oriented kill, to she's kill gonna you. She's going to kill all women that look like me. Ladies, watch out. Ugh. Charlie's Theron, watch out. I wish. <laughs> Maybe a all monster. Right. All right. All we're right. getting dreams of grandeur here right now. Delusions so. of grandeur. We will see you next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Bye.